Spencer wants to know is brought to you by the irreversible cessation of all biological functions that sustain an organism. Death? Yeah, we're talking about death. That's the Wikipedia, the first line of the death article on Wikipedia. Wow. Way to be a copycat. Uh, well, I do a lot of my research on Wikipedia. Don't you? Yeah. Um, do you know why we're talking about death today? No idea. You have no idea? No clue. Uh, well, we're recording this October 3rd and releasing it October 3rd at night. Uh, it is the 7th anniversary of my mother's death. Uh, so she died when she was 58? Wait. <laughs> Does that make sense? 50, yeah, 58. She was 58, almost 59 when she died. So she would be almost 60. She'd be turning 66 this year, yeah. But not 69. <laughs> no, she had way more class than that. <laughs> She wanted to be real safe to never even get close to 69. <laughs> so that's why she died at 58. Honorable. So tonight we went we went to a restaurant in her honor. Yes. Nearby, an Italian pasta place. It was pretty good. I didn't like the pasta, personally. No. A little too upscale for me. <laughs> Where's my Parmesan cheese, please? <laughs> yeah, they didn't know. No fresh cracked pepper, no Parmesan. It was a bit, yeah, maybe upscale for us. They were very nice, though. Yeah. But the waitress was in my face. She would, like, be on my shoulder, basically, being like, do you need anything else? Yeah, I didn't know if it was my own awkwardness or that she was very attentive. And then I remembered during dinner that I reading reviews of the place, it was like, the food's great, but the waitress is nowhere to be found at times. So I didn't know if it was, like, an overcompensation for that. And she was kind of on top of us for a lot of the meal. Speaking of eating, Scruffy's eating a dried-up sweet potato. (laughs) Yeah, Scruffy's eating a dried-up sweet potato. It's a sight to be seen. You like it, Scruffy? I mean, he went into his crate to get it. I guess he likes it. He likes it, yeah. So, anyways, enough about Scruffy and his sweet potato. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay. I think I, you know, every every time a year this comes around, sort of, you know, I have a phone call with my stepdad, and it's quite sad, and, you know, he's living most of the time alone up at his farm, and, you know, misses my mom. She was the love of his life. Uh, you know, we have a phone call, and then... Um, I was wondering about it. Like, I don't know if I work myself up into a tizzy of emotions. Yeah. Like, on purpose. I was going to say, like, that's the thing is it's 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 weird because, like, when we get to it, the day is usually, like, I'm okay. But the way towards it, usually not so okay. Or the after. Yeah. Either before or after. During is usually fine. Well, this year I marked it by watching a documentary called 63 Up, which is a a British documentary where they follow they followed 14 kids. Since he was yawning sorry this, uh, i'm so death sorry it's just my mom. i just go to bed really <laughs> early uh so it's a, a documentary series that followed 14 uh english kids from the age of seven all the way to the most recent one was they were 63 and they're also they were born the same year as my mom wow so it kind of makes me think of her it, it attracts them every seven years of their lives so you they get visited at 7 14 21 all the way to 63 and their lives change and uh uh some of like the lower like the poor socioeconomic girls that they followed remind me a lot of my mom and her aunts so i got quite emotional watching it Mm -hmm. uh and i knew this was the first time that one of the participants had died in the intervening years that they do this documentary and uh the weird thing is i thought that was really going to crush me emotionally but i had a weird reaction to how this lady died it like didn't make sense to me so early on one of the guys reveals he has (laughs) 
earlier on before it got to her like i knew it was coming that they, were, they sort of visit every person like give them 10 minutes or so and they, they visited this man who has throat cancer and he's dealing with it right and that made me very emotional because my own mom died of cancer and then when they got to the lady who's actually died and they're interviewing her 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 husband and and her two children just the way she died just like confused me and left me feeling strange because she I guess they discovered she had like a congenital condition where she had extra veins in her brain. Ew, 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 ew. And uh, and she was playing with her grandchild in the park. Ew, ew. And on the swing, and the grandchild on a swing hit her arm. Oh my god, I hate this. I it, hate this. It hit her arm, and she went home, and, and they said like she self-medicated with some pain medication, and then just I guess died. Uh. Or, like, she was severely... It was a very confusing way to die, getting hit by a kid on a well, swing. Well, it's the vein is connected, it must be. To her arm? Yeah, somehow. Anyway, so I was expecting Ew. this big emotional moment when that happened, but I was, like, just perplexed by this ah, death. It's gross. Um, Why? This is going to be a hard episode, because death is, like, my not my biggest fear, but all this fear around, like, the human body falling apart. Well, we're like not going to talk too much in detail about that, so you don't have to worry. Okay. So, yeah, my mom died of cancer. And I guess every year I try to mark it somehow. I know last year I went a bit crazy, <laughs> and I was trying not to do that again. We went to see deer. <laughs> a bit. We went to see deer. More Evan. Like huge. Well, it's not a pinch. We went to see Dear Evan Hansen on the day last year of her death in the theaters, and I was excited because we had the whole theater to ourselves. And we were sitting in the back row, and then right as the movie starts, this group of like six or eight <laughs> teenagers start coming in, and two of them are like maybe getting romantic and they're moving around the theater like throughout the movie and it's like very distracting to me so no stop, stop so i started just kind of you know saying things to the teenagers like get like not quite yelling but like expressing my displeasure <laughs> what they were doing <laughs> you know even though it's like a high school movie for teens like the actor is closer to my age so it's more of a movie for me okay and they're, that's ruining, how. they're ruining my mom's death day without knowing it and that's why i'm acting more erratic than usual. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm crying at the memory of it. <laughs> yeah, Spencer was there trying to guess, settle, settle down now. Simmer down. Simmer down. Oh, I said settle. Uh, so yeah, I was, I was thinking about uh, when my mom was sick, and I would take her a lot to her many blood appointments. She had leukemia, so she had blood cancer. So, like many like blood appointments, doctors visits, I'd go with her, and uh, we had this travel Scrabble board to pass the time. And I'm playing against her, and I'm kind of trouncing her because I played a lot of Scrabble, and he, she hasn't played much. And you know how if you play all your letters, you get a bonus 50 points? No, It's called I a bingo. <laughs> so I'm looking at my letters, and all of a sudden I have the letters to spell leukemia. Uh. If I can find an L on the board, and I'm like, should I play this? Is this not very nice to my mom who's you know has leukemia right now just to get points in a game of Scrabble? So what do you think I did? I think you played it. I tried to, but I never got... I needed an L on the board to play off of, and that never came up. But I think my mom would have been proud of me. I that. love you. Don't say that. Don't say that. I don't love you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I... Uh, so watching this documentary, like, you get to see someone's life throughout the years. It reminded me a lot of my mom. And, you know, you know, I didn't always feel very close to my mom. You know, she did have a drinking problem when I was a kid. And a lot of this, like... Uh, you know, spending a lot of time with her as she was going through this, like, two-year cancer battle, like, sort of got to know her a lot better and, you know, see, like, her side of her life and stuff. But, uh, yeah. Any questions? Are you going to cry? 
No, I refuse to. It sounded like you were about to. <laughs> oh, Scruffy's choking on something. So do you did, have you do you have any knowledge of death? Experience with death? No, Spencer? none. 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 We talked about it. That your, your stepdad died. I don't know what you're talking about. Gregor. Huh? You don't want to talk about it. I don't feel like it. Why? I don't know. I just want it to be about you. Oh, but the show is called Spencer Wants to Know. Spencer wants to know about you. Well, do you have any questions? Um. Did your mom smell like anything to you? Uh, my first... Like, if you were to... S- okay, sorry. S- answer that, and then I'll follow up. Uh, no smell, but my first memory, I think, is of being two years old and looking up at her, and she had this long, straight, dark brown hair. Right. I think that's my first memory. Yeah, I was going to say, if you were to sum up what you remember of your mom beyond a scent or something, what would it be? Uh, she had a very unique personality. I, I was thinking, like, going to the restaurant, like, would it be nice to have her here? Like, she was fun to hang out with, I but she, she could be weird at restaurants sometimes. Like, I remember going to this Italian place in the beaches one night, and she had a sensitivity to perfume, and she said the waitress's perfume was too strong. And every time the waitress would walk by, my mom literally covered her nose with both <laughs> hands. I and don't it was know. Just, I like it. But it was just so, you know, embarrassing. And, like, <laughs> the waitress is noticing and, like, kind of laughing uncomfortably at the whole situation. From the sounds of it going to a restaurant with your mom was fun it was because she was very generous she'd always pay the bill and yeah. she'd always encourage you to like order the more expensive items on the menu uh yeah but she grew up pretty poor but then i think when she had money she enjoyed spending it and uh yeah she was a very loving person uh very friendly in an odd way like maybe a bit uh would overstep some boundaries but i think people really liked her and enjoyed talking to her and a smart ladies caring lady and you never got to meet her because she died shortly before we met i know it's kind of a big bummer in my life. Uh, well, since my mom's passing, I have searched for, I guess, mother figures other places. And uh, a woman who's only two years younger than my mom, Madonna, has been one. <laughs> so if I could sing a song in honor of my mother that is loosely based on a Madonna song and also, uh, I guess, segue into the, your baseline test of your knowledge of death. You ready? Yeah. Baseline. I wanna see what's in Spanish mind. No memories of my mom, she never met her. I just keep on quizzing my love. This is the baseline. It's the baseline knowledge, your baseline test of your knowledge of death. Okay. Are you excited? Uh, like I said, the human body freaks me out, so I'm a little worried. Alright, I don't think you have too much to worry about here. Okay? Okay. Ten questions all about death. Nah. Aeschylus was an ancient Greek poet known as the father of Greek tragedy. He died around 450 BC when an eagle dropped this on his head. <laughs> what? An eagle dropped something on his head? Yeah, what did that eagle drop on his head killing him? I'm going to say an, a large egg. The eagle dropped a tortoise. What's it? A turtle? Yeah, a land turtle. Wow. A tortoise, because the eagle thought his bald head was a rock, and he wanted to crack the tortoise's shell open. <gasps> oh my gosh. So no point for you. Okay. Question two. Sir William Payne Galway, second baronet, an English politician, died in 1881 as a, retur- as a result of severe internal injuries sustained after falling upon this, a root vegetable. What root vegetable did he fall on? 
and have severe internal injuries. He fell on? Uh, yeah, while hunting. Um, I'm just going to go with my first word that popped into my head. Squash? He fell on a turnip. Oh, <laughs> okay. And died. Uh-uh. Okay. Antiphanes was a Greek poet. Around 310 BC, he died when he was struck by this fruit. An apple. A pear. Very close. Oh. I guess someone threw a pear at him and he died. Wow. All right. Claudius Drusus was what? the... Th- Why? Why are all these... Okay. It's about death. Okay. Claudius Drusus was the son of a future Roman emperor. And he threw a fruit into the air and tried and caught it with his mouth, but then choked on it. What Strawberry. kind of fruit was that? Strawberry. Grape. Grape. Once again, it was a pear. Oh. In 20 AD. So that's two pears. Okay. Question five. Chrysippus of Soli was a Greek Stoic philosopher, and he died in 206 BC from laughter after really? s- after seeing a donkey eat this fruit. He thought what? he thought a donkey eating this fruit was so funny that he died of laughter. What fruit? Pear. I, I see why you would guess that, but it's figs. 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 He died from laughing. I'm sure that's wrong. He saw a donkey eating figs and thought it was so funny. Question six. Martin of Aragon was a 1410 European king. Uh, in 1410, I guess, Martin of Aragon died from a combination of indigestion and uncontrollable laughing. According to tradition, Martin was suffering from indigestion on account of eating an entire goose when his favorite jester, Bora, entered the king's bedroom. When Martin asked Bora where he had been, the jester replied with, Out of the next vineyard where I saw a young deer hanging by his tail from a tree as if someone had so punished him for stealing what fruit? Pear. Figs. Again. Why? So it's always in twos. Yeah, so this king thought this image of a deer getting punished for eating figs was so funny, he died of laughter. Oh my god, figs are hilarious. Do you think figs are funny? No, I like them. They taste yummy. We ate plums tonight as part of our dessert. Yes. Did you like them? No. Okay. All right. That's uh, the last of the cause of death section. Okay. But you got two pears, two figs, a turnip, and a tortoise. Okay, this one's pretty famous. According to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, what are the five stages of grieving? Oh. Mm. Um, it's the one where you don't believe it. Denial. Good. Um, I think number three is anger. Ooh. Denial, anger. Is number two, yeah. I really don't know the rest. Third one starts with a B. Believe? No, bargaining. Bargaining! The fourth one starts with a D. And we already did denial. Yeah. Damage? (laughs) Depression. Depression. And the final one starts with an A. Acceptance. Acceptance. Okay, you got three out of five, so I'll give you 0.6 for that. So depression to acceptance? Yes, depression followed by acceptance are the last two. This question is more philosophical what your own beliefs are so i'm not sure how to judge it but is there an afterlife and what is it i don't know you don't know i don't know anything more i can go on here in terms of an answer i struggle to find myself knowing what the answer is have you ever believed in an afterlife i have and what 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 did it look like it was much more of a it was more a reincarnation like we come here 
to learn something and maybe if we didn't quite learn it then we come back again and it would be a different way to teach us that and we're souls that are yeah just here to learn from being human and to be better yeah each cycle of yeah rebirth yeah Do you, and you don't know if that's true anymore i don't know if that's true anymore you have told me when Gregor died that you and your mom went to the park and thought the birds were him. Yes. Is that a form of it? Or his spirit was trying to say hi to us. Yeah. Have you ever felt like he's tried to say hi to you? Yeah. Okay. In dreams, because he came through my dreams all the time, and then I was like, this is too much, leave me alone. And sadly, he didn't come back. All right. I'll give you a point for that. Okay. You don't believe in anything, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm not the one being quizzed right now. All right. Uh, Question nine. How would you like to die? In my sleep. Yeah? Painlessly? Yes, please. Just for many cause? Or something like quick. Like a quick death. Like a nuclear explosion? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a point for that. When will you die? Final question. 70s, apparently. Tarot people always say. In your 70s? Yeah, and I'm like... They're like, you'll be old, 70. And I'm like, uh, that's not that old. Well, 70 or 79, which are somewhere in between. 70s. So what? Give me a number. Like 73. 73, okay. All right. So as I was talking about the past, uh, the movie I watched, the documentary that follows the 14 people throughout their lives every seven years. Yeah. Uh... So the last one they did, they were all 63. Mm-hmm. But the guy who's been with the, the project the whole time, Michael Apted, was older, obviously. So this is a quote about him. Apted is reported to have said, I hope to do 84 up when I'll be 99. However, he died in 2021. No. Okay. <laughs> so, so he's dead, but no. the next one would be their, in their 70s, like you projecting to, oh. for yourself to be. But so I think someone else will take over the project. So like a, a lady who's been working on it with him since more or less the beginning. Okay. Okay. So before I, t- before I tell you what your final test is. Yeah. Do you want to set some stakes? Um, yeah. You currently have 36%, so you are failing this test about death. If I fail, I have to write your mom a letter and no one gets to see it. Uh, if you fail, <laughs> that's a punishment. <laughs> that's kind of a weird thing to punish yourself with. That's it. Sorry. It just what popped into my head. So if you fail, you have to write a letter to my mom. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't want to do that. Well, I'm tired right now. You don't have to do it tonight. Oh, I thought I'd have to do it right away. No. I don't know. Okay, if you fail, you die. What? Eventually. Okay, well. And if you pass. I live on forever. Immortality. All right. Okay. Sure. Someone doesn't want me to communicate with their mom, it sounds like. You didn't want to. You set it up as a punishment for failing. Well, I knew I would fail. Well, you don't know what you'll fail because your test is going to be... I want you to imagine from this point on, you're 25 years old until your death of 73. I want you to give me one sentence. What is your life like every seven years? So you're going to do 32, 39. Okay, let's just do it right 46. now. 46. No, you got to work on it. No. Okay. Yes. tired, man. We'll be right back, okay? You work on it. We'll be right right back. Oh, I want to know what your last words will be, too. <laughs> okay? We'll be right back.
And we're back. Spencer, how, how'd it go imagining your life until sad. your death? Yeah, you were sad for yourself? Yes. It's not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your imagination. It can be whatever you want. I know, but or I'm trying to be a are. realist. Okay, so this might be depressing? Yeah. Okay, are you ready to tell me one sentence for the next seven-year intervals of your life? Okay. So at 32, what's your life like? I got married to Eli in this time frame. Okay. I got married to Eli, and it's been nice. We're still t- happy? Yeah. Anything else about your life? No, that's my sentence. Okay, 39. What's your life looking like? Pretty tired from having to take care of the kids. We have kids? <laughs> How many? One. And we had them late. We have one kid, but you said kids, plural. Oopsies. I meant a dog as a kid. Oh, Scruffy's still, is he still alive? No. In 14 years? He could be. Okay. And we have a boy, a girl? A boy. Named? Scruffy. No. <laughs> we named the child Edgar. Scruffy. Edgar. Edgar? Is he nice? He's a little strange. Does he look more like me or like you? Like a real mix between us. Okay. All right, let's jump ahead to 46 years old. What's going on in your life? Edgar has turned into a serial killer. A child serial killer? Like how old is he in, after seven years? <laughs> is he 10 years old? Okay, that's not true. Edgar is exhausting me. We, we want to know more about you, Spencer. What are you, like, not just... What? What What's your career? What are your... I'm a waitress. You're working as a waitress? Yeah. A 46-year-old waitress with a kid? Yeah. Do you enjoy the work? No. Great. Okay, I let's told go. you it was a bit depressing. <laughs> All right, let's go on to 53 years old. What are you up to? Okay, I'm re done acting and i've become a little bit famous so you re-entered an acting career yeah as you approached your 50s yes and uh hollywood movies canadian movies canadian any noms yes what sag you want to sag after award yeah okay now we're going to 60 what's up with you at 60 edgar and me are best of friends me and eli are still together got a new dog Scruffy now, has died, obviously. Yeah. And now I'm directing. How did you feel about Scruffy's passing? It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Did you cremate him? or? Um, yeah. There's this thing you can do where you cremate them and they leave behind little jewels. Okay. Nice. <laughs> this feels weird to talk about. All right. 67. Life couldn't be better. I'm finally happy why because i figured out the meaning of life and i believe in an afterlife so as you approach death you're coming to terms with it yes and uh, how many movies have you directed at this point three are they good they're not bad what are the titles man with a gun sweet child of mine and carrie get your pants Carrie, get your pants. <laughs> yep. And uh, what does Edgar do for a living? What, what? What does Edgar do for a living? Edgar? He's a lawyer. Okay. What kind of law? Uh, common law. Uh, I don't know if that's a... <laughs> what am I doing this whole time? Writing. Oh, great. I'm happy? You're happy. I've had success? You've had success. Wow. Do I have gray hair? So much. Okay. So now we're going to go to the last year of your life. 73 years old. You're about to die. How are you going to die? Uh, I'm going to die in my sleep. Okay. Is it going to be a surprise to all of us? Uh, yes. Am I going to outlive you? Yes. 
Nice. Okay, and uh, what are your last... Well, if you die in your sleep, you don't have any last words. So I guess what were the last things you said before we went to sleep? Love you, Sweeney. Oh, great. Thanks. You're welcome. Can we do you now? No. It's really... What? It's really freaking weird. You didn't enjoy doing it? No. Well, I'm going to pass you. Okay. 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 So, I can see how the pressure of having a camera crew check in on you every seven years would yeah. actually be kind of hard. Well, in the documentary, they all sort of they say that it does take an emotional toll. And actually, one of my favorite ones, she she's done all of them up until fifty six, and she declined to participate in in this most recent one. So, because oh. she seemed very sad, and then every time you saw her, she got happier and happier somehow. So it was nice to see, but. I hope nothing bad's happened in her life that would make her not want to do it. Aww. Susie. Susie. Okay, well, I have nothing else to say. Well, are you ready to die now? No. Well, you're immortal Okay, love then. you, Sweeney. Don't. Stop saying I love you. What? It's cringe. I shouldn't say cringe. Saying cringe is cringe. <laughs> uh. You're falling apart. Well, you're going to be immortal now. Thank you. Sorry I'm going to outlive you forever. Are you a vampire? Come on, do it. Do the thingy. Every seven years. No, I can't. How late do you think you'll live to? Oh, God, I hope... To a hundred, at least. Jeez. it's a lot longer than me. All right. What are you going to do when I'm gone? Uh... Cry me a river? Will it be me, Edgar? Whatever new dog has replaced Guffy. I don't want a kid. Okay. Sorry for saying we had one. I just felt the pressure. Well, it's kind of written in stone now. Oh, gosh. I know I would want a boy over a girl. Why is that? It's like the same reason I got a boy dog. I just think I would get along with them better. Less likely to clash heads i think but you and your mom get along so well i know but i don't think we could i could be given that yeah Yeah. okay well thanks spencer goodbye thank you eli and thank you nancy i guess you'll you're not gonna get my secret letter (laughs) well you set it up as something negative that you didn't want to do sorry oh i don't know okay good night everybody bye